Hello. I'll take a couple of moments to start everywhere. But um, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you guys are. Please let me know how you can hear me. Please say hello. So I get no response from you. Doesn't mean that you cannot hear me. Oh, okay. Thanks, Tessa. Hi. So we are live again, and we are on day three of Daily Sexy Jam. Uh, so if some of you may be joining for the first time. Is it, yeah, let me know, are you guys joining for the first time or have you been here before yesterday, the day before yesterday? Because this is day three of Daily Sexy Jam. I wonder, um, I received some emails and I received some messages and people have been really touched by what's been going on. And I'm very happy always to hear that uh, it reaches. Yeah, you just don't just receive, you know, in, or in Russian we say you receive through one ear and then it goes out in one another ear. But it actually seems like people have been really taking in the information they've been getting during those jams and applying it and actually seeing some results. So, Hi, hello, everyone. Yes, please say hi when you're here, and and please say how how have you been uh, receiving the information so far? If you've been here already a couple of days, and I will remind you that um, during the first and second day we had lots of participants, uh, beautiful response. During the first day, we were speaking about the inner man and inner woman, and you can still get the replays of all the days, even if you miss them. So during the first day, we were jamming about the inner man and inner woman and those qualities of the feminine and the masculine inside of us, and then also seeing how we can play with that in relationships. And I got a really beautiful question because it seems like it's been cooking for some people, and I'm considering to elaborate a bit more on that question because someone was asking um like how um, he has a difficulty entering into relationships with women and it feels like he he every time he's with a woman he wants to uh please her and then he was asking how does it tie in with the dynamic of the masculine feminine and it definitely ties in there um and we can explore that so if you guys are interested in that just let me know and we can go deeper into that in, in the after party um, so that, that was on day one, and I also, in the after party, I shared some sexy implications of that, how your inner man and inner woman can be playing in sexuality, and that's, that's pretty hot, I must say. Uh, so on day two, which was yesterday, I was speaking about three keys to attracting and keeping a relationship of our dreams. Uh, and uh, that was uh, also a great conversation that seemed like it, it shed light onto 
uh, quite a few topics for different for people and uh, that was um yeah it's i was thinking quite a lot about that power of receiving and uh, what is that inner posture that we can have to really get what is that we want not just kind of hope that the universe will provide you know and just sit there and, and wait but actually become the universe and and provide for yourself uh, so that was yesterday and today i want to speak about five things uh, to uplift and enhance the depth of connection between you and your partner and even if you don't have a partner uh, i guarantee that this uh, information is quite necessary for everyone because well sooner or later you will have partner if you want that uh, and uh, it's good to be prepared <laughs> yeah, even if you don't have a partner yet all right now uh hi adi she was there yesterday hi frederick uh-huh nice to see you guys joining coming back beautiful uh-huh hi tove hi paul hi tessa very nice uh great okay so uh let's dive in some more into what we have for today so um, how to uplift and enhance that connections of partner and it's interesting that i, I see that, that i was on the previous days and probably people who are in a relationship I and mean, maybe it has to do with it is saturday and people do other things and more people will be watching replays but still i think it's quite interesting that normally when we are in a relationship already we're like oh well it's already good and i already have the relationship and 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 fair enough yeah if, if you're happy with what you have you might feel kind of at peace with that and that might feel settling inside however i have to say that sooner or later things will be coming up and it's it's not a problem but it's a challenge and it's a challenge that does not mean that the relationship is not working but it means that the relationship becomes serious and that relationship has actually a possibility to take us deeper than we are individually and as a couple and on a personal level on a spiritual level as well yeah so um it's really good to actually be equipped and know what what can happen and what you can do to to help your yourself and your your couple go deeper and also what happens when we have difficulties and how to how to face them yeah so don't wait until the difficulties are there think about it uh, in advance so that you you don't freak out in the process because so many people uh, as soon as they're faced with challenges they feel like okay it's over and right and it doesn't have to be that way we we actually have tools right now and techniques and methods that can help us uh, tremendously and can actually when you are on the other side i don't know if you anyone of you maybe has this experience but in relationship once you have gone through the turbulent time and you came on the other side you always feel closer and deeper together so actually uh, challenges are not to, to something not, not something that we should fear it's something that we should celebrate in fact 
So, um, five things. The first one is, and we kind of touched on that yesterday, the first one is actually working on your wounds and your projections. Yeah, because and there's always uh, whatever is happening to you, whatever is um, being shown to you in your relationship, it's always partly because of your partner and your dynamic there and partly because of you and how you are perceiving things. So you perceive things usually through colored glasses. Yeah, when we don't have the clarity, uh, and we just live like in an automatic regime. Um, it's inevitable. And even if we don't, even if we live quite consciously, we still uh, largely perceive reality through colored glasses. And those glasses are colored, uh, not just in fancy colors, but they are colored through the, um, uh, with our wounds and uh, our past experiences. It's very challenging to be free of those because they really color our life and our perception. So if something happened in the past, like uh, if someone was, for example, abused in the past and abused maybe physically, but maybe verbally or something traumatic happened, then when they this person will be dealing with a similar type of people or something will be reminding, something will be touching on that soft spot, uh, very likely that you will be re reacting and responding not from a place of of clarity on from a place of presence but from a place of wound and uh, if you're responding from a place of wound it means you're not actually um, responding to what is coming to you but actually it's just your wound that's playing out and playing out and you are um, facing those circumstances to to have an opportunity to heal that wound actually so, yeah, whenever you have something, a conflict in your relationship or a relationship feels stuck, yeah, or it feels like it's heavy, then um, the first thing you should do is actually you should look at yourself. And uh, some people reach out to me and they say, wow, I want to work on our relationship. I want to do this and this and that. I want to do your tantra course or, or this. And my partner does, just doesn't. And then for these people, I always have great news because... I always say that it starts from you. You are the one, if you want to do the work, you are the one to do the work. And then your partner, actually, maybe they will never be interested, but actually the best way to bring your, your partner's interest into any kind of conscious work is to really embody yourself. And when you, for example, do this work on your wounds and your whatever projections you might be having on the outer world on your partner, and you might go like, oh, they don't care about me, or they, uh, they don't spend enough time with me, they don't show their love for me in the way that I receive it, that, all, all those things, which might be fair enough and something that you need to address. But first of all, you really need to look at yourself and see why are you lacking those things, what happened in the past, what kind of wounds make you suffer so much uh, in the present yeah so yeah there's just no way out of it uh, and there are lots of great techniques and methods and psychotherapy and um, groups and trainings and retreats where we actually learn to look at our shadow shadow means a part of the psyche that we don't quite see but it's there and it's uh, kind of you moving through us okay so that's number one Second one is a uh, second thing to do to uplift and then upgrade your relationship 
is a practicing clear space exercise. I developed it. Um, it's very simple. And I actually have a gift for you. I want to show it to you. It's part of my online course, Tantra, Your Initiation to Sacred Sexuality. And this uh, exercise is a game changer. It's a sh it, it can create a huge shift in any relationship, not only intimate and sexual. It's something that I practice personally a lot. And it's incredibly simple. It just uh, allows you to come to real clarity as you are practicing it. And what can be revealed as you are practicing it is it, it just, wow. Like it saved uh, my relationships in the past so many times. And um, it's, it's amazing how much clarity it brings just, just for me and for my students. So I have actually um, a link for you to that exercise and, and we're going to share it on Zoom for clear space exercise. So uh, people who are not with us on Zoom, please come and I mean, um, anyway, it's really good for you to come on Zoom and be there with us because we're going to go into the after party on Zoom. And then we'll also share this link on Zoom. So please uh, come and join us over there on Zoom. That would be great. And we will share that exercise. It's uh, like half an hour. It's a guided exercise. So you can just put it and do it together with your partner. Or you can also do it yourself with, uh, with your inner man and inner woman. That, that's quite a good way to practice that as well. Uh, you, might, you might get very surprised by what comes out of it. Uh, so it's an active practice where you uh, sit down, you time how much time you have because, you know, uh, we tend to, when we, something triggers us, we tend to either withdraw and like uh, not, uh, Juliette is asking how to go on Zoom. So Nadia, please leave the, the link for Zoom on Instagram and Facebook. My assistant Nadia will, will share the link with you guys. So uh, when we have challenges, normally we either withdraw and we're like, oh, I just don't want to deal with that and just wait so that time clears those things, right? Or another way what we do is we just go to our partner and we just blast them with everything that we have inside. And then the person, maybe they can use that and... and, and um, uh, sometimes they take it in and they absorb it and they get really affected and really hurt and their own wounds get triggered in response and then it becomes a circuit. Or they might be able to just be with what you are saying and, and hold space for that. So that's what this exercise is about. That's what this exercise is teaching you. That actually whenever someone is expressing something to you, you don't need to take it in. Because it's not really about you. Well, it, it, it is about you in part. But mostly it's really about them. Whatever we are expressing, it's always about us. We are expressing it. And then the other partner, the other person is there to actually, uh, you know, in my Tantra Online course, I keep repeating that I, I feel that the, the biggest uh, role, what, the reason why we come together as a couple is because we want to serve each other's freedom. We want to serve each other's evolution, each other's transformation. And so that sounds wonderful. And maybe you guys have this experience. And sometimes it happens because this person shows up in your life and just opens your heart like nothing else. Yeah. Uh, just through your love, through your pleasure, through your intimacy. 
Other times they will uh, be your agent of transformation because they are triggering you and because they are pressing on specific buttons that make you suffer, but suffering is a choice, right? So, mm-hmm. so in this exercise, you, you learn to just what it means to hold space for someone. And you also learn how to express without blame and without making someone feel like they are guilty, but like really going like, okay, I am in pain or not. Yeah, maybe there are some other emotions, but let's say that's, that's a strong one. I am in pain. I am like having going through this and this and that. And I just want to be heard. I don't want to blame you. I don't want to tell you that you're responsible for it. I don't want you to fix it. Yeah, that's an important one. And that you can only achieve if you do number one. Yeah, if you work on your wounds and your projections, then you will know that I don't need you to fix me. I just want to be heard. And then uh, the other person can be there and just as pure presence, receiving what you have to do, not absorbing it because it also can be toxic for them to absorb it. And then they still hear you and they still might need to do some adjustments and you need to clarify some boundaries maybe and other things. This is all very important and I'm also actually teaching that in the Tantra course. Uh, but this exercise is, a, uh, I want to give it to you as a gift. And um, if you're on Zoom, you, you will get that link. Um, and yeah, please practice it. Just just try it. Even if you're alone, as I said, you can do it on, on your inner couple. That's a beautiful way to do it. Okay, so this is a second one. A third thing you can do to uplift and enhance the depth of the connection with your partner is by not holding on to resentments. This is a killer. Yeah, resentments are a killer. And all the couples that I know that broke up, uh, they all pretty much 100% of the couples uh, had accumulated resentments towards each other. So they break up uh, because they just are droning in those resentments and it's just like it's too much. Yeah, some people are kind of standing on that verge, like, okay, we are having resentments, but we actually, like, it's okay. We can kind of bear with it. And then very often sex starts suffering. Uh, and then very often, you know, people have that accumulation of stuff and then they just stop having sex because um, the masculine in us can have sex no matter what, because for the masculine part in us, the sex and relationship is two separate things. But for the feminine part inside of us, we cannot separate sex and uh, relationship. And so if we have that accumulated resentment, we just, she just cannot open if her heart is, is hurting because of the resentments that she's been holding on to and the resentment that are there in the space in the couple, she just cannot open her vagina. Like it's, it's just the heart is clenched, the vagina will never open. That's just how it is. So that's an important piece uh, to uh, uplifting the relationships is to learn to move resentments. And if you are single, learn it anyway. You need to learn it because otherwise those resentments are sitting like a heavy, heavy burden on your shoulders. And uh, if you're holding on to old things, you're not, it's not about the other person. It's for you. You're hurting yourself if you have that that heavy burden there. So how to not hold on to resentments? This is a big topic and very important and very, very solvable. And there are some great tools. And I'm very happy that in Tantra, there's a powerful spiritual practice, spiritual way of living life there are actually tools for us that can help us move through resentments and uh, um, 
uh, the best one that I know of is uh, exercises that are designed to move emotions by moving energy. Okay, so we have different bodies, and I also speak about this in the Tantra course, uh, different subtle bodies. We have emotional body, we have energetic body. Yeah, I'm not going to go into detail here, but uh, basically if we have some emotions, it means that there's energy associated with those emotions and we can move energy and we can move energy individually. And it's a must actually for everyone who wants to be healthy and happy and, and radiant in life. We need to uh, move our energy. Yeah. Um, and we can also do it together as a couple. And it's really powerful. It's really amazing. Um, one of the things I think I think I saw some of my students uh, here on Zoom, didn't I? Um, uh, I, I so uh, I don't know. I think I saw Kaitri was there or not? I was yesterday. Anyway, uh, some of my students know an amazing practice that I call Kali meditation. It's a practice that is done together in a couple, and uh, in this practice um, we are really moving resentment and anger and blockages. So by moving energy, even if you don't feel like, even if you want to just go to bed and just do nothing. Uh, like you can move that energy because there's always this fire that can burn. And even you don't need to point and you don't need to say, oh, I have resentment because of this and this and that. No, you just move the energy and it burns basically everything. Uh, what is what is there to be to burn? And remember, I mean, I think I said it in the past that um, what is true can never be burned. But when we activate that fire, it just burns all the crap and all the nonsense. And we all can use that from time to time for sure. So then, so that was the third um, thing to do. Uh, the fourth one uh, to do to uplift and enhance the depth of connection with a partner is worshiping each other. Yeah. Um, and uh, worshiping and appreciating each other and adoring each other. And this is something that we don't do enough and we can never do enough of that. There's never too much of that because um, most of us uh, grew up not having enough appreciation. And uh, when people receive appreciation, they just start ah, melting. Something inside starts melting. The armor over the heart starts melting and we start to feel safe. But it has to be repeated. Yeah, it has to be again and again and again. And tomorrow, actually, we have the last call tomorrow. And tomorrow's call is all dedicated about worshipping. How to really, truly worship another person and uh, the divinity. You know, because you cannot really worship a person. You always worship the divinity in them. And um, um, someone is asking if I'm going to do courses on I. Yes, I'm doing courses all the time. <laughs> Um, there is a Tantra online course, which I will be speaking about in a moment, actually. And uh, going online is even easier. You don't even have to travel, although you can travel to join my courses as well. So, um, yeah, that's about that. We're going to go into tomorrow, into this Yoni and Cock worship. It means pussy and cock worship, or Yoni and Lingam worship. Um, and that's the biggest and most profound way in which I know how to worship another person, another divinity through another person, let's say. And uh, that, that's, that's a huge one. 
Uh, that's a gift that I can probably, unless you live in this kind of lifestyle and, and circulate in kind of tantric, uh, conscious, sexual environments, and most probably your partner or yourself, you probably never experienced anything like that, but we'll go into it tomorrow. And the fifth one, uh, the fifth thing to do to uplift and enhance the depth of connection with your partner is uh, ask for help. Yeah. Uh, this is an important one because we think that we ask for help because we are helpless. We think that, oh, well, I need to be able to do it myself. This is my relationship. I need to take charge of it. I want to handle my relationship and oof, I can do it. Yeah, well, mm, asking for help is an act of empowerment, actually. And uh, it's a choice to work on your relationship. And also it's a choice to honor relationship enough to kind of let go a bit of your ego and the idea that you can handle anything yourself and also a very healthy decision to not become a teacher in your couple if you are into a long-term relationship and you want to make your relationship last a really big advice don't try to become a teacher in your couple don't become a therapist for each other don't become a teacher for each other uh, unless it's like a, a mutual exchange where you both are teaching each other and, and uh, healing each other, which happens anyway. Yeah. But uh, really better that not someone comes there in that teacher role and tells you what to do and uh, educates on practices and stuff like this. Even though I don't do this in my relationship, um, I, I mean, we have that exchange happening where we are learning from each other all the time anyway, but still I don't do this kind of guided uh, practices or something like this um, in my relationship because it's not, it's not healthy actually. And it's better to have someone else. It's better to have the authority somewhere else where it's you just do your thing with your partner and you have the authority of a teacher who is there, who someone you resonate with, someone you can trust, and, and that person is actually guiding you and, and um, directing your flow. See, so hope that makes sense, and I uh, hope you, you understand how that is an act of empowerment. And um, I know lots of relationships that, that were actually helped uh, when you, know, you can really go and, and as a couple and ask someone to help you see things that maybe you are not seeing or you can uh, join a training or join a course and you have that opportunity um, right now with me if you are resonating with everything that we've been uh, looking at everything we've been discussing over the last days or maybe you're familiar with my work for longer uh, you know that I'm holding trainings all over the world I have created two schools priestess school and tantra mystery school and I'm an author, uh, and if you are in any way you touched uh, my work and maybe read my posts and things like this, uh, and you feel like you want to go deeper, I, I really want to invite you to, to join my Tantra online course. I mentioned it a few times, and it's a really a masterpiece of a course, I have to say. It's a six-week journey, and right now, only for a few days, I'm going to be offering it with a special discount, like almost 50% off original price so if at least something resonated what you heard from me if you repeated something i said if you thought about something i said possibly you are ready to go deeper and really claim say, tell to yourself tell to your spirit that you are ready to go deeper 
So I want to, uh, I want to tell you that uh, we will go into after party in a moment, and in the after party we will see if you if you have any questions. We will go into what you um, into what is alive for you. Otherwise, we will go into uh, that that question about pleasing. Uh, yeah, that Edwin he wrote to me about this. Uh, he says he has difficulties to receive and he really focuses on pleasing your pan, par, his partner and he goes over his own boundaries when he loves a woman. Um, so I feel like there's quite a lot to explore over there. So if you resonate, just let me know in the comments and on Zoom, we will go there. So if you're not on Zoom, if you're on Facebook or if you're on Instagram, uh, please come and join us on Zoom. That will be a coisier space to connect. Uh, but for now, I want to tell you a little bit more about my online course because I'm sure that um, at least some of you, if not all of you, are ready to take it all deeper. And uh, perhaps it's a conversation that you are ready for if you're open-minded, if you feel like you are ready to drop deeper into your experience in this life, especially around your sexuality, about your capacity to relate with others. Um, and maybe it's not the right time. And I have to say, it's like uh, with many things in life, there's never the right time for that. Uh, but many great things are not convenient, really. But if you have to, if you want to step into bigger space inside of you, if you want to dive deeper into this work, uh, you have to move mountains if you, if you have to. Like that's one, that's another piece to that, like getting what you want. Like do whatever it takes to get what you want. Yeah, and uh, um, in this course, it, it's amazing. It's I consists of six. I'm super proud of this course. It consists of six weeks. Um, it's um, it's a full full of knowledge, full of information. Uh, it's something that can help you if you are in a relationship. It can help you rekindle your desire. And people that already many hundreds of people are part of that course, and they all say that it helped them to kind of re be reborn in their couple. And even if you are not in a relationship, I have to say that like half of the students are single, and uh, they still go into this course and they benefit greatly because most of the practices you can do by yourself. And then even those that you cannot do by yourself, you can definitely do in your inner couple. Then in this, in this course, there are also tantric rituals that uh, will help you meet each other in a deeper way uh, and align your souls with each other. So Nadia, please um, give the link to the course so you can check it out as well and see. It's beautifully filmed. We were filming it in Bali with, uh, with my team. Uh, it was great uh, experience. There's lots of my friends. You see they're actually acting and embodying, demonstrating the practices. Um, and uh, it's it's like a transmission. Yeah, when you see someone doing something uh, that they master or something that they experience a lot, they actually offer a transmission. I am also offering some powerful transmissions there from the very first week. It's it's intense. It's powerful and. Um, People totally, totally love it. There's, it's, it has amazing feedback. You can read the testimonials there. Mm, I can, I can tell you a little bit what what is happening in the course. Like the first week is all about yourself. It's really coming to yourself and and recognizing that everything starts from yourself. And I am uh, explaining this self pleasure ritual. 
um, how to do it by yourself. And that, that's an amazing practice, which I think everyone should do regularly. It's, it's really important for not only for your sexuality, but just for your connection with life, really, and with your radiance. And the second module, it's, that's all about the clear space. And here we do the clear space exercise, which you get as a gift. And so you have a link on Zoom for that. And um, also I'm speaking about how we can bring emotions into sex and how we can actually fuel our sexuality by emotions. So we are working on bringing anger, sadness into sex. So not hiding from it, but actually bringing it and transforming it in sexuality and enhancing our sexuality with it. And also the Kali meditation is there, is in this module and you can learn it there. It's one of the uh, top favorite uh, practice of my students. Then there's module three. Uh, each module you can take it totally at your own pace. You can do it whenever you want. How take as much time as you want, and you have lifetime access to the course. Uh, and then module three, we are working on rekindling desire. Uh, there I'm explaining the anatomy of arousal, how we get aroused as in a masculine way and a feminine way. Uh, I'm explaining this erotic play, which kind of I used to call it or in the course we used to call it foreplay, but actually it's an erotic play because it's a practice of itself. It doesn't have to lead to sex. Um, and uh, there's also rituals that is guided ritual that you can play and just do together with your partner, uh, which helps you to really find an, a totally new way of um, meeting and sexuality through relaxed arousal. Um, then uh, I'm initiating you into tantric techniques. So there is a module four, which consists of five videos, and each um, or there's quite quite a few techniques that you are learning to really move your energy, activate, move, and play with your energy. Also, in this module, I'm addressing ejaculation mastery for men, uh, which is a must, also I believe, for all men because it's where you get in touch with your power and you get to know how to be with your power and how to be in charge of your power and that power contain, is contained in your genitals, in your cock and your balls. And that's, um, yeah, that, that's something you have to own and claim. And most men live as if they, they're kind of, you know, below is, is not part of their life. And um, that's disconnect from your essence actually. Then module five is all about tantric orgasm. And uh, there's a lot to say about tantric orgasm, as you know, probably I wrote a whole book about it. So here the orgasm means that full body orgasm, not just a peak experience, uh, but uh, yeah, amazing uh, practice and techniques to activate pleasure from women. Then the module six is about the true nature of love, of love. And here we learn to recognize and honor divine feminine, divine masculine in uh, the couple and within us ourselves and then we have also bonuses and in bonuses i'm i'm teaching you yoni massage and lingam massage so it's a beautiful beautiful course that's a little outline for you uh, if you're inspired please join it i would love to have you in we have an amazing group of people i sometimes meet them in person and it's always a joy <clears throat> Uh, totally, totally uh, joy to meet those people because I feel that it's very special people who resonate with this work and who are drawn to it and always a joy to, to have you as part of the tribe. Um, so, let's see 
what you guys are saying. Um, beautiful. Thanks for some beautiful comments. Thank you for sharing your wisdom. I received new gifts from this that I will continue to explore and some reminders that I really needed. Mm -hmm. Yeah, welcome. Uh, I noticed that some, for some people can't handle to be worshipped. So when I try to hold space, but it doesn't always work, what to do? Yeah, yeah, it's like, I remember yesterday we were speaking about the whole unworthiness. Uh, and um, uh, in, in, uh, for many people, being worshipped and adored, it brings up a lot of anxiety because they don't feel deep down worship of that. So it's not about how to do it. It's not about like pushing it through. It's like, oh, just be worshipped. <laughs> but it's actually about finding an entry, finding a gateway into them, into their sanctuary, which their body, their being is. And sometimes very little, less is more sometimes. Yeah, sometimes you don't want to come with a bulldozer where just a little teaspoon is needed. And so it's, it's also an important piece. Uh, someone is asking, Karen's asking, doesn't body worship require distance from person to create the illusion? Mm, I don't know what exactly you mean, but no, it doesn't take any distance. Actually, you get very, very intimate, very, very close. Okay, beautiful. Thank you. So let's see if we have more questions. Uh, so someone's asking why why um, neo tantra is so focused on sexual aspects of relationships. Well, uh, it's um, it's part of it, you know. It, this is what we are interested in. This is what um, these days we have very little education around sexuality, and uh, it's a big gap in the world. But of course, it's not only about that. And it's interesting that it does seem like, okay, we go into sex, but actually all my students will confirm that that it's way beyond sex. And even when they come to my courses and they think like, okay, I'm going to learn about sexuality, it's never about sexuality. It's always about love. It's always about the divinity. And sexuality is just a part that really has to be owned and really has to be uh, addressed because we just... Like as long as we are hiding from our sexuality, as long as we are not owning the totality of our sexuality, there will always be a big missing missing bit. And uh, sexual energy is so um, related with our power. Yeah, it's not only about sexuality. You see, it's actually more about sexual energy than sexuality. Although sexual energy is, expresses through sexu uh, through sexuality actually sexual energy is the core energy of of our life so how can we avoid that and there are most of the uh, trainings and most of the spiritual teachings they avoid it and and uh, i believe that a huge privilege of tantra is that it does not avoid it okay sometimes it might seem like there's so much focus around it but it's only from the surface point so many people come for, for sex and then they live with God, you know, <laughs> that's what happens. And um, um, so I hope that answers your question. Of course, there's much more we could say about it. But um, uh, in the very first, like in my online course, in the very first week, I explain what is Tantra. And uh, there's so much confusion these days about Tantra. And uh, Tantra is a magnificent spiritual path, which... Uh, embraces life 
yeah, which does not deny life and doesn't say like, okay, if you want to be spiritual, you have to go in the cave and meditate in the cave. On the contrary, it says, no, you can be in your inner cave and in the world at the very same time. And this is so magnificent. Um, and then, yeah, sexuality has to be owned. I believe so. And it triggers many people because uh, it's such an edgy subject and so little there to talk about it. So those of us who can and those of us who, has, who have the understanding of it, I believe we have to bring it forward. At least now I am doing that. Okay, so uh, let's move into after party. So you guys, if you're still on Facebook and Instagram, please move to, uh, to Zoom because we are going to go into that question and see if there are more questions. I also can, can be with you a little bit and answer those. So otherwise, I'll see you tomorrow. And we have the last day of Daily Sexy Jam about the Yoni and Cock worship. That's tomorrow. See you then. So, Zoom, stay with me. And I will just end the live video here with my Facebook. And uh, here, let's see. Question about mm, question about eye gazing. If I gaze in a woman's eyes, of course, with permission, they often start to tremble with their body, like Kundalini starts to flow. Is it okay? Am I coming on too strong? Mm. Well, uh, depends. Yeah, maybe you are coming into strong. <laughs> Depends uh, how it feels. Yeah, you cannot you cannot say uh, it, it's hard to say without seeing it. Yeah, how it feels does it feel good? Does, does they like to shake? Maybe they like to shake. Good for them. <laughs> Karen, hi Sophie, thanks for answering. I meant creating worship and sacred mystical space may require having fantasies about the object of desire which is difficult in day-to-day -day relationship, but easy to do if you don't see the desired person every day. Mm. Well, uh, there is a piece to creating polarity with your partner, yeah? To really uh, creating a certain sense of, um, I don't want to say separate separateness, but um, there should be uh, an honoring of your inner space. Yeah, getting really lost in the other person is not very healthy. Uh, you need to be in connection, in union even, and have those moments. And uh, actually, the, uh, you, you can have even stronger those moments of, of connection if you really like honor your sense of separateness as well, your own individuality, your own being. Yeah, because the more you are actually connected to yourself, the, the greater you will have those mystical experiences of union with your partner. That's quite interesting. Yeah, we think that sometimes we, we can just get lost in each other. But uh, I find the opposite to be true, that the clearer you are with your energy, the more you know how to really open it when you want to open it. And so the same thing happens here. Like, it's not that you need to be like 
away from each other and, and create fantasies for each other. Not at all. Actually, it's on the contrary. It's clearing your mind. And tomorrow we'll speak about this. Clearing your mind of any preconceived ideas and any shame and any guilt that you may be having that is hindering us to see what really is there. And what really is there, about this we will speak tomorrow. <laughs> what is it we are really worshipping? Uh, yeah, welcome. Okay, so um, I will move into Edwin's question and he's very active. So thanks for all your comments, Edwin. Uh, and I will answer your question that you sent in. So again, uh, he said, I am told many times my feminine energy has the upper hand because I'm highly sensitive and caring. Yet I have difficulties to receive and tend to start pleasing, going over my own boundaries when I love a woman. I also get signs regular that I should look at my anima. Any suggestions? Yes, I have a suggestion for you. And uh, this is also a little bit like ties in with what I was just speaking about, like losing yourself and the other person. So um, um, it's true that uh, some men have very strong feminine energy, yeah? That they, they are sensitive, they are caring, they have these mother qualities, but usually they are shamed for it or they feel shame for it or they feel like it's not right. And then maybe from early age, uh, they start repressing parts of it. And then some parts of it are there and other parts are not. So that's why connecting with your inner woman is so powerful because then you have permission to fully come out in your feminine. Okay, you have feminine energy. Well, let it just come out fully. Uh, and actually in the end of the Tantra course, I'm also giving an exercise on really focusing on your feminine and on your masculine, really writing down the qualities for it and I'm guiding it. So that could be a really good exercise for you. Um, and just yeah, exploring her in your day-to-day -day life, like feeling how does she like to move? How does she like to talk? How does she like to, what does she like to do? Um, so owning her, yeah, really giving her space because it's like right now it seems like, okay, I'm sensitive and caring, but I cannot receive because you didn't give yourself permission to fully go there. Yeah, and then pleasing. You say that you go over your own boundaries and you start pleasing and you're so focused on pleasing. Well, I, I know that other people who have experiences of that in this room, in this astral classroom, maybe some others also have that. Uh, you guys, let me know. Anyone else experience like feeling like you really, really want to please your partner and you kind of forget about yourself? Come on, raise your hand if you did. Ever experienced that? Yeah. So why that happens? That happens, my darlings, darlings, myself included. Uh, that happens because we want validation. Yeah, you want to get validation. So uh, it's, um, I mean, there is both to it. There is a masculine to it. There is a feminine to it. Uh, you know, we all want validation and uh, it, it is fair enough to want validation, but, um, and it's good, you know, when we like, kind of have this experience in the couple of this worship and appreciating each other, then there is less of that uh, sneaky uh, calling for validation. 
yeah, then we don't kind of get so wrapped around this whole validation. But sometimes we have this character, I call it character, the nice boy or the nice girl character. And this is something that comes from childhood. And as children, we all exceptionally, we were all exceptionally good at getting what we want, getting the attention we wanted. And we developed certain strategies to do it. And some of us developed a strategy of pleasing. Some of us developed a strategy of being a rebel. Some of us developed a strategy of being mysterious and quiet. I actually had this one. I know this one intimately. Um, I was the quiet child, but that was my way of getting attention. Like that's how people would notice me and, and, and uh, acknowledge me. Yeah, it's sneaky, but it is also one of those. Other people become rebels, you know, they're like running around and this uh, disobedient children. And then other people have this pleasing. It's like you, you observe people and you know exactly what they will like to feel happy. And then when they feel happy, what they do, they validate you. They give you attention that you want. So, of course, this is not healthy because in that you are actually um, very close to creating a lot of resentment. And resentment is where we started, if you remember. Yeah, um, one of the first points that I was speaking about is that we need to cultivate life that is free of resentments, not only in the relationship, but just for ourselves, because resentments are very heavy and um, they really slow, slow down our frequency and our vibration. So um, uh, what to do, why we are creating resentments here? Because inevitably you, you won't be able to please your partner. And uh, people think that being a good lover, being a good partner, you need to please them. You need to give them what you, they want. And nothing could be further from truth. You need to focus on what you want. Really, this is the biggest secret to being an amazing lover. It's really about focusing on what you want and delivering to yourself what you want. Because if you are focused on another person, it means you kind of um, surrender your well-being, your joy. Uh, you rely on how your partner is feeling, not how you are feeling. And then, yeah, maybe they will be pleased. And maybe you will learn all those amazing techniques and become amazing at this, at that, at that. And you can be, but it's very shallow. It's very surface level things because as long as like all the stuff, all those techniques, like, uh, you know, uh, at some point I was uh, seeing a person who... Uh, developed a lot of techniques and it kind of was intriguing for me and interesting that's not why I started dating him but that was like definitely exciting right like he would give me all those amazing massages and this and this and that and of course uh, in the environment where I'm kind of hanging out in the tantric environments that, that it's quite common yeah people really learn those things but um, with that specific person that I'm talking about um, very soon I, I got very like bored because I realized that there was nothing really in him that is grounded inside. Yeah. I would not stay with him because of his amazing massages and stuff like this. What was much more important for me in a man is to feel a man who is solid within himself, who, who is, who knows how to be anchored in presence, how to um, live authentically, how to live truthfully that's what fascinates me and I'm sure everybody in a person that they are so true, that they are so real, not what they can do, not how they can please me, how they can make me feel, but just when the person is shining as they are, 
automatically you will know that that's your person if it is your person and, and there is a resonance and that's what makes you want to stay with this person so forget your pleasing thing forget the stuff you it's not even about your boundaries it's really about your uh self-worth and know that when you are yourself you don't need to please anyone you don't need to do anything for other people it's good to be nice it's good to be kind yes please let's cultivate kindness we, we need to hold that kind space for people and at the same time um the most important lesson for most people is self-worth is really learning that you are as you, you are right now you don't need to not in five years not in one year not after you do this after you have done that you are enough as you are right now when you carry that embodied understanding you become enormously attractive to everyone actually and specifically to your type of people because you don't want everyone to be attracted to you it's quite a heavy burden but uh, when you are clear in yourself and in your inner space uh, you your resonance becomes clear yeah and it becomes you it resonates like you and then you are much more likely to attract your people not people that fall for your appearance or for the techniques that you uh, like or something, uh, and, and, and carry or something like this yeah so let me know if that's clear for you so i hope that answers your question and i saw there was something else When I started masturbating in a very young age, it used to be more focusing on physical sensation. But now I'm older and wherever I masturbate or have sex, I feel myself getting more turned on with visuals, narrative in my head or words that my partner is saying. And I find it hard to focus on physical sensation and orgasm. By the way, I've only had clitoral orgasm so far and nothing more. How do I masturbate, have sex and connect with myself in a deeper way? Mm, you know, it's... Uh, about taking away attention from what is happening around. It's taking away attention from visualization, from what you hear, from what you see, and bringing it to yourself. That's the best advice I can give you. Uh, and there are practices in my Tantra online course, there are practices that teach you to do that. Um, and uh, uh, understand that your sensuality is you actually your sexuality is you and you can develop that intimate deep uh, connection with it uh, and discover yourself way beyond clitoral orgasms and discover that pleasure is your nature and pleasure that is way beyond clitoral orgasms so it's really about bringing attention in into the body we don't know how to be with the body really we access the body as an object usually from the outside but actually we can be in the body from inside that's quite fascinating really beautiful okay cool well i'm glad you resonate people so thank you so much for being here today um yes welcome so if you want to take it deeper please join the tantra course i'd love you have you to have you on the inside there are hundreds of people already in the course beautiful beings we have a community on facebook you can get to know lots of amazing people maybe even some in your area um i'd love that for you and support of the tribe is priceless really and um yeah like take if you want to take it seriously that that's a really really good step to take 
So if you resonate, please do join. Otherwise, I'll see you tomorrow. Tomorrow we are jamming last day and jamming about the worship. How to really worship someone. Wow, this is amazing. I, be, I, I wish everyone could, could know that. That would make the world so much better. Such a beautiful place. Okay, so welcome. Uh, I am not going to, Natalism, I'm going to Belgium in April. End of April, I have a training, module one of the Tantra Mystery School. So you can find that information on my uh, website. And um, see you tomorrow. So sending big hug. Bye-bye.